snow. We got a bit of snow out there right now. Uh, a little bit. Every, every little bit helps. I don't think anybody's going to be saying this is a bad thing. And there is some more in the forecast, but it, we're, we're not looking like a. If you take a look at what happened in the U.S. Northeast this weekend, like, you know, two, three foot of snow in some places. Same thing happening in the Pacific Northwest, uh, in the mountain areas of like Oregon and California and Washington State. They're, they're anticipating as much as two or three feet of snow there. Um, we might see, you know, five. 10 centimeters this week, if we're lucky. And like I say, every little bit helps, but we're going to need a whole lot more than that to avoid all the disaster in this province next spring and summer. Those are the predictions we're hearing. And now, this is already the agriculture industry, um, Alberta wildfire, the provincial government, you name it, all hands on deck in January saying, we're going to have to start coming up with some plans already. Couldn't come at a worse time for Alberta either, because according to Environment Canada, last year was a dry year. As you know, some places in our province received less than half the normal amount of precipitation they typically receive. Um, and you know, it's building on year after year after year of this. John Pomeroy is a University of Saskatchewan professor and Canada Research Chair in Water Resources and Climate Change. He joins us now. Dr. Pomeroy, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for having me on. Give us your assessment of just how, how bad things are on the prairies and specifically in Alberta this year. So far, we're into January now and we're way behind, right? Yeah, the uh, you know the uh, Ag Canada just released its December thirty first Canadian Drought Monitor update, and uh, it's not good for Alberta. Um, it's no better than, than last month in a sense. We have exceptional drought in southern Alberta, um, east of Calgary, north and south of Calgary. Yeah. Uh, sort of drought you'd expect uh, twice a century, and uh, but it's below normal everywhere. It's abnormally dry even north of Edmonton and in the northern Alberta. It's as well so uh we're we're drought from top to bottom east to west of the province and the mountain snowpacks are not looking good uh there they are in some cases uh, the headwaters above edmonton uh about half where they should be at this time of year and other places about two-thirds to three-quarters so we need hundreds of centimeters of snow to fall and we're getting uh five six ten it's it's not enough yeah, maybe 10. Maybe 10 is what the forecast looks like for the Edmonton area this coming week. Um, and, and, you know, Doctor, we, we have to point out the fact that there's a cumulative effect here too, right? Because we're talking about year after year after year in some parts of the province, not everywhere. But you mentioned that, you know, south and east of Calgary. Um, this We're building year over year over year multiple times now, right? Yes, yeah, it's been, it's a long-term drought there, and in the far north of the province, it's long-term as well. Around Edmonton, more short-term, but that's created problems because it means the uh, the storage that we have, you know, the reservoirs have uh, dropped to exceptionally low conditions, and some cases uh, five meters below their normal levels uh, going into the winter. And uh, normally they fill up in the summer, but they didn't fill up last summer because of the low mountain snowpack and early melt and heat evaporated the water before it could make it into the reservoirs. So we don't have much in storage for our irrigation districts, which means they need an above-normal snowpack uh, in the yeah. Bow and the Old Man Rivers to uh, refill those reservoirs for irrigation. And uh, so far, we, we definitely don't have it yet. Now, winter's not over, and you've never lost a, a crop in January, so lots can happen. But... Um, but we, uh, we've been in an exceptionally warm year. This cold snap looks severe, but it's actually just normal, and it's short. And then it looks like we return to above normal conditions again. 
And uh, so we'll see what the year brings, but El, El Nino's generally mean warmer yeah. conditions and, and drier. sometimes drier. Yeah. yeah. So and when we talk about Jesus. what the year might bring, Doctor, I mean, last year we saw, I mean, the city of Calgary had to bring in water restrictions during the summer as things got really tight. Uh, obviously, things aren't any better going into this year. What might we see more restrictions and more, you know, orders from government to say cut back on water use? Yeah, I think that's uh, highly likely to uh, at least those will be ready to be implemented that uh, for the irrigation districts or for, for the energy industry, um, the low flows in the Athabasca can affect the uh, oil sands operations and others. And, um, and uh, right now, uh, it's prudent to expect uh, what we had last year or more severe um, because uh, the snowpacks last year are way above wh- where they are this year at this point in the winter. Um, our provincial government already has reached out to Alberta municipalities early this year, right after the new year, saying, hey, listen, we're in one, we are one drought stage away from a province-wide emergency. Uh, help me understand, what does that mean? What are the, the stages of drought? Is that a standard scale that we operate on? And, and what, are we, what is the provincial government saying about Alberta's uh, state of affairs right now? It's a it's a provincial scale, and the um, uh, the it's when you get to that uh, top level scale, that's where mandatory restrictions can come in. Okay, and um, and essentially, then it's a province wide emergency. So, we're um, uh, that's in my experience has never has uh, never been invoked over large areas of the province. So, um, the uh, certainly we're seeing stream flows that we went into stream flows in the fall that were in many cases lower than anything ever recorded. So we're in unprecedented territory for Alberta in terms of uh, hydrological drought. And the uh, agricultural drought is uh, certainly the worst in a lifetime for uh, many of the producers uh, down in the southeastern, south-central part of the province. Right, yeah, especially very hard hit. So the Minister, Rebecca Schultz, has already told municipalities, start planning now for less water. How do you do that? I mean, what, what realistically can be done and how much of a difference can be made? Yeah, the um, the primary water consumer in Alberta is irrigation, and the municipalities are next, and the industry is fairly small. So, uh, for instance, when you're using water at home, um, let's say you take a shower, all right? Okay, that, that water goes back into the system and generally gets secreted and discharged back into the river. Mm-hmm. So the water is not lost. But when you water your lawn, uh, that water often evaporates and doesn't make it back into the uh, river system. So that water's lost for reuse. Um, so it's it's these uh, reusable, um, you know, taking showers, flushing toilets. That's not the issue. The issue is uh, watering lawns, washing cars where uh, the runoff doesn't get returned to the stream, and uh, irrigation where the uh, water goes into crop growth and therefore gets evaporated back to the atmosphere. That's what the crops are doing. So, okay. um, uh, so these are all things we like, uh, but we're uh, going to have to. Uh, it won't be, perhaps may not be enough water to go around for all those uses. And there are other things that are, are going to be hard hit that, uh, again, don't take water out of the system, but they're affected by it, like hydroelectricity. Um, but we, um, and then also uh, the way we manage many of the reservoirs is we've been keeping them low in the spring. So they can hold flood waters back, and uh, if the flood should come, uh, we may decide that it's uh, more prudent to keep them as full as possible for this uh, for the early summer, and take the risk on flooding. 
Right. So uh, there's a lot of very hard decisions that need to be made. Is this just sort of where we are going forward, Doctor? I mean, if we're talking year after year after year, it just seems to be headed in this steady direction. Do we need to rethink? I mean, we've always talked about, you know, water being the future. You know, we, we fight about oil now, and next it'll be water. Are we, get, you know, are we at a point where we need to reconsider how we manage our water? I think we are. The, um, you know, last year was the warmest year ever measured on the, in the planet, and uh, one of the warmest years for Alberta. The, uh, and it, it didn't look very good for us uh, because the drought also caused the fires. And there's uh, mm, too many things yeah. going on at once with water that are very difficult to manage. Uh, we uh, were in a semi-arid region over much of Alberta. Uh, droughts are, will always be part of our future. Many of our models show on average we'll get more rain in the future, but we're not seeing it yet. So we're going to have to uh, be able to manage water for years where uh, the flows are very, very low. And uh, that means uh, setting priorities and perhaps having a more flexible way of setting allocations uh, so that we can keep our cities, uh, communities going and keep our agriculture going, um, provide water for our ecosystems. Uh, the uh, indigenous uh, peoples have uh, cultural and other uses for the water. Uh, all these needs need to be met. And uh, it's it's going to be hard, and in some cases, hard decisions need to be made. We also do not store very much water in Alberta in our reservoirs. We've been relying upon snow and glacier melt to keep our rivers flowing robustly through the summer. And uh, the glaciers, we've lost hundreds of glaciers over the last uh, few decades uh, in our snowpacks. Uh, we've had uh, lower snowpacks at low elevations and now snow melt, which completely messed with our water management system. And we need larger reservoirs to compensate for that. Those are very difficult discussions because nobody wants their valley flooded. Right. Um, but we, we can look at existing reservoirs and operating them differently. Be possible. And to look at emergency distribution of water between basins. And that's a very contentious issue, but I, I think it needs to be on the table. Yeah, we're going to be in that area. Uh, Dr. Pomeroy, thank you so much for your time today. I do appreciate you being here. Okay, thank you.